Thanks for joining us at Faith. We hope the message you're about to hear encourages your day and draws you closer to Jesus. If you'd like to join us for service or find out more about the church, visit faith.church. That's faith.church. Well, good morning, everybody. So grateful that you're joining us today. And I'm really expecting God to do something through this message today. I expect it every time, but there's something special about this word because it's needed where we are today in our life. And I know that there is a lot of confusion going on. I know that there's a lot of information being shared about everything that's going on. But, and, and if we're not careful, we can be led by those things. But today, I want to share with you what I believe God wants you to hear. And I also want to take some time and I'm going to uncover some of, the, some of the voices that try to lead us besides the voice of the Spirit. We are continuing this series called Be Free that was based out of Galatians. And we're looking at it and we're learning from it. And we're allowing the Word of God to pierce our hearts, to transform us and to change us. And I want to share with you today this message. And I titled this message, Being Led by the Spirit in Uncertain Times. It is so important. That you are led by the Spirit of God. It's so important that you understand that you need to be led by the Spirit of God. And the the, the foundational passage today is out of Galatians chapter 5, verse 25. And this is what it says. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. So as I read this, you you, you can even hear it in the language. There is an opportunity To have the Spirit inside of you, but not be walking in step with the Spirit. There there are distractions. And I know that God's going to minister to you today. He's going to speak to you today. And you are going to take a step forward in you learning to walk by the Spirit. Staying in step with the Spirit. It's so vital that we're led by the Spirit. But like I've said earlier, there are other voices that want to lead you. The life that you want, the life of clarity, the life of truth, the life that God wants you to live, provision, peace, being anchored, not being tossed about, that life that all of us desire and all of us want can only be lived when you're led by His Spirit. Because you're walking in a world that is unsettled. But if you will follow the Spirit, you will be settled in the midst of any uncertain time or storm. And so these voices that want to speak to us, they are are opposing voices to the voice of the Spirit. They are opposing voices. And actually their purpose is to get you to not live the life that Jesus called you to live. Jesus said, I've come that you would have life to the fullest He was contrasting why the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. So the voices outside of the Spirit only have, they have three purposes for your life. To steal, to kill, and to destroy life. Jesus, though, has come so you could have real life. And I believe God has so much for you in uncertain times. And as your pastor, I'm asking God to show me what you need, what our body needs to hear during this time. 
That's why it's actually very important that, that you belong to a local church. I, my heart breaks for many people who, who don't, aren't connected to a church. Or they, they leave a church off of something very silly and they don't work it through because they step out from God's pastoral covering that is established by God in the Word of God over churches. And I want you to know this, that, that I am seeking God on your behalf. And I want you to hear what God wants you to hear. And God has much for you in these days ahead. But these days ahead are going to have opportunities that you're going to have to navigate. We're going to have to sort out together as a family. And I want you to walk them out by the Spirit of God that dwells inside of you. That pulses through your veins and is, is living in your bones. The Spirit of God that's going to allow you to be and to live the life God's called you to live. Maybe it's... Things you're going to have to navigate vocationally, relationally, mentally, fear, anxiety. So many things that you're going to have to navigate. God has given you an answer to those things. It's, it is staying in step with the Spirit, walking by the Spirit, discerning and living by the truth of God. And his voice that speaks into you. But before I get into how do we live by that, I just, I need to give you some things about voices that try to lead you. Other voices that try to lead you. This, this message doesn't matter where you are in life. It doesn't matter what your age is. There are other voices that are constantly trying to lead you astray. And I, I want to address those today. I want to cut them off. I want to pull the curtains back and just and call them out so, so that you can be free from those voices. And so other voices that try to lead you, number one, it's, this, is, this is the voice. This is the voice that tries to lead you and to keep you from, from this, the scripture we read Keeping in step with the Spirit. This voice of culture, this voice tries to lead you. You think, no, no, it isn't, Jason. I'm just telling you today, my friend, it's trying to lead you. Exodus 23, this is what, this is what God was telling the children of Israel. His people do not follow the crowd in doing wrong. Don't follow the crowd in doing wrong. Culture has its own Culture, culture has its, no, its own beliefs. It's, it's very important today. This whole idea that is, if everybody is doing it, if everybody is believing it, if it's, if it's okay if, with everybody else, if it's legal, it's all right to do it. If, it, it. if it's legal, then it must be moral. Not necessarily. And so I, I just want to speak to these things right now because you're going to face opportunities. Young people, you're going to face opportunities. Those who, who work in jobs are going to face opportunities to be, to, to be influenced by the voice of culture. And you can't follow a culture that doesn't follow God. And if you want to be led of the Holy Spirit, this verse is very clear. Don't follow, let's go back to the Exodus, don't follow the crowd in doing wrong. You cannot conform to this culture. You cannot be like everybody else and be led by the Holy Spirit because the Spirit's going a different direction than the culture's going. The church has this incredible opportunity to shine like a light that has never shone before through us into the lost world. But culture wants to influence us. One of Israel's biggest problems 
The passage, the context of that passage is they kept trying to want to be like every other nation. But God called them to be different. God has called you to be different. So God gave the children of Israel all kinds of laws, moral laws, civil laws, ceremonial laws. And he said, this is going to make you different from everybody else. Because it was intentional. Because God always wants a people that is separate from the culture of the world. That's what it means to be holy. It means to be separate. It means to, to not look like everybody else. God was saying this to the children of Israel. Because you're my people, I want you to be different. God wants you to be different. Friends, listen to me. God wants you to be different. And that difference can go across the whole spectrum of who you are. The world is, is always ticked off about something. They're always offended about something. God doesn't want you to be offended all the time. The world is, is, is moody and up and down. God doesn't want you to be that. The world does whatever their flesh desires. The world does, that's what they want. God doesn't want you to be that. God wants you to be different. God wants you to be different. And over and over, it's very interesting when you look at the children of Israel, they were led astray because they wanted to be like other cultures. They wanted to be different than what God wanted them to be. God wants you to be different than our culture. That's why Romans 12 says this. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's so important. Out of the passage that we read in the beginning, that since we, since we are of the Spirit, we are to keep in step with the Spirit. But there is a voice of culture that's trying to get you to conform. So you cannot walk by the Spirit. As believers, we should never be trying to align our beliefs with culture. People will say, well, no, you're narrow-minded. They'll say you're intolerant in your beliefs. Here, here's the reality. Yes, we speak truth. Yes, we still love people. Yes, we still honor individuals. Yes, we, we still love people like Jesus did his example. But our beliefs hold strong. Please hear me today. Don't listen to the voice of culture that wants to rob you from the life God has for you. Right now, we are being influenced by so much. Culture is influencing us through our media, through social platforms, through all kinds of stuff. We're being, we're being influenced to start thinking or believing or leaning. Listen, don't do that. Do not be conformed to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And those who let the Spirit guide them. Those who, who let the word of God in their lives and those, who, those who, who are committed to saying, Lord, I want my life to be the, what you want it to be. Now listen to me. These are the ones that God is going to use for great and mighty things. These are the ones. These are the ones. The Lord is looking for individuals who will say, Lord, use me however you want to use me. And be in step with the Spirit. So we got to silence the voice of culture. Another voice that tries to get you, that tries to lead you besides the Spirit of God is number two, ungodly friends. Now right now, we're not socializing as much with friends. And I believe as I was preparing for this, the reason why I put this in there, I believe that now is the time for you to determine when you're able to be social again. 
what friends you're going to be with and what friends you're not. Also, it's understanding you're not going to allow the voice of ungodly friends to speak into your life to give you counsel. Listen, if your friends are going the opposite direction that you're going, you're going to have to make a choice. Am I going to go the direction of where my friends and those influences, or am I going to go the direction with God? You have to decide. Now listen to me. Ungodly friends have an agenda for your life. And please hear me today. You have to make the decision. I'm not, I'm not going to allow ungodly counsel and friends to set the agenda for my life. I'm not going to do it anymore. First John says this, Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. Don't let anyone lead you astray. Many people miss God's will and path for their life because they're listening to the counsel of the ungodly. So they're listening. I've seen it happen in people's lives. And the reason why I want to talk about this today, and particularly in this season, is because I want you to make some some determinations on the other side of this. That you're you're not going to allow this in your life anymore. The reality is that ungodly friends, ungodly counsel, it's let's do this, let's go here, let's, let's maybe party a little bit, but then listen, then it gets in, let's, let's get a divorce. I'll divorce my spouse, you divorce yours. Or here, here's, here's one, ungodly friends, listen, just, you just want need to be yourself. Just be yourself, just do what you want. Now here's the reality about marriages and divorces. For in my experience, 100%, 100% of divorces that I've found were influenced by ungodly people who already had a divorce or they were wanting to divorce their spouse themselves. Almost 100%. Most people aren't thinking, you know, I need to surround myself with godly friends But as a Christian, you need to know that ungodly people cannot give you wise counsel. I have been on the phone with people who have told me they're divorcing their spouse because they talked to a friend who wasn't a Christian and they weren't taking any other counsel. As a believer, as a believer, you have to be led by the Spirit, led by God and led by godly counsel. One of the things that causes people to miss God's perfect, good, and pleasing plan is allowing these ungodly influences in your life. We have a choice. You have a choice who you're going to listen to. And I want you to please hear me today. You need to begin to listen to godly counsel. Listen to, to those who live by the Spirit. I've met believers that, that, are, that are going to non-believers for counseling. It doesn't make sense to me. I I don't, I can't wrap my head around it. And I always see the fallout of an individual's life when they take the counsel of the world of ungodly people that don't have Jesus over the counsel of the Word of God. Listen, I say get counsel, you need it, but get it from a mature, Christ, Bible-centered believer. I'm not talking... Though, please don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying you can't have unsaved friends. You need to with the mission that you're going to reach them for Christ. I'm just saying in your life, your life must be directed by the Spirit of God. 
by God, godly advice based in the word of God. But you're, you're still called to be a voice to the lost. You're still called to, to share love to those who aren't yet Christians. But now is the season for us to determine that we want to live the life that God wants us to live. And it's, it's so important right now to expose, because I, I know several families that are suffering, that are, that, are, that are getting outside of the line of God's will because they are listening to ungodly counsel. So we are to be thermostats, not thermometers in, this, in, in, our, in our spiritual world. You're, you're to be the one that, that holds it, that, that changes the atmosphere, not to be the thermostat that just adjusts to, to whatever is around you, what you see, what you read. Another voice that tries to lead you away from God's spirit is, number three, other spirits. There's other spirits that are real. And there are many other sources that want to tell you how, how you should run your life. There are many other replacements. There are, there are other substitutes for God. And when you're, like, when you're wondering, hey, what am I supposed to do with my life? There are believers who think, you know what, and I, I'm just being honest with you. And the reason why I'm talking about this too today is because when we have extra time, our, our, we can, we can wander, wander from actually where we should go. We begin to search about maybe who else knows the future besides God. So what am I supposed to do with my life? And there are some believers who think they can pray to God and even look to the horoscope or look to other areas. That's like saying, I, I believe in reincarnation and heaven at the same time. It doesn't fit. They're, they, they are, they're mutually exclusive. You either believe in one or the other. You can't believe in both. It's, it's illogical. It's, it's irrational. It makes no sense. God says, I want you to look to me. I, want, I, I don't want you to look to other things for your guidance. And when people look to anything else besides God for divine guidance for their life, and it's not based on the Bible. Actually, the scripture calls it this. It's divination. It means you're trying to find, about, find out about your future without going to your creator who holds the future. Now listen to what Deuteronomy 18 says about this. Do not let your people practice fortune telling or use sorcery or interpret omens or engage in witchcraft or cast spells or function as mediums and psychics or call forth the spirits of the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. And this is another thing that culture wants to influence in, in, our, in our lives, in the church's lives. To make these things actually not that big of a deal. Ah, it's okay. Not that big of a deal. It's not real. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Other spirits are a real thing. You're like, Jason, man, why? Listen, I, why, why are you telling, telling me this? Because I want you to walk in step with the Spirit. I want you to be free from the voices of other spirits that maybe you've opened your heart up to. Please hear me today. Any spirit except from God, for, for, for God's, any spirit except from God is demonic. Any spirit that promises to give power, wealth, direction, the future, talks to the, to the dead, witchcraft is from Satan, and its purpose is to kill, steal, and destroy you. Listen to me, make the point today, don't have it in your life. Don't have it in your life. Be free from that. Is this still happening today? 
And now people are exploring a lot online and they have more time and they're wondering and they're beginning to think, listen, you don't have it in your life. Listen to the Spirit of God. This is still happening today, even in churches. And they think it's not a big deal because the media has, has wrapped it in sugar and made you think it's just a movie tale. It's just a movie, just a fairy tale. It's not real. Listen, don't open yourself up to it or even entertain this in your life. Your God holds everything you need and all the power that you need about your future. And he will take care of you as you look to him. Keep in step with the Holy Spirit. Reject every other spirit. Another voice that tries to get you to get off step of the Spirit is number four, circumstances. This is a very loud voice, very loud voice to us. We let circumstances tell us, well, then that must be God's plan. That must be where God is leading. This means just letting circumstances guide your steps instead of the Spirit of God. Never build your life on circumstances. Your circumstances are not God. God is God, and he can change any circumstance at any point whenever he wants to. Circumstances are not God. How many times have you ever thought, you know, something was a a circumstance like an open door, and you walk through it and you realize, actually, wrong, that was a trap door. You let circumstances shape your belief. You can't trust in circumstances, but you can trust in the Spirit of God, and you can trust in the Word of God. See, right now, circumstances are telling us all kinds of stuff. This must be what God is doing. This must be this, and circumstances mean I I have to do this. Hang on a second. Have you asked God yet? I will say in my own personal life, most of the breakthrough and blessing to and in my life came when I, by faith, defied circumstances. I didn't let circumstances tell me what to do. I asked God what I should do. And we know this, the enemy can manipulate circumstances. You just need to be aware of that so, so that you can always check your circumstances against God's word. So are you, here's the question, are you being led by circumstances today? Have you made decisions because the cir- circumstance of your marriage? Well the, well, the circumstance is this, that must mean this can't work out. Have you given up because of the circumstances? Have you stopped giving to God because of the circumstances? Have you thought, well, I guess it's, this, it's just this way because of the circumstances. There's no way I can go on. There's no way I can make it or whatever it may be. And you just, you've allowed the circumstance to trump the supernatural power of your heavenly father that sees you, loves you, and wants to do something on your behalf. Live by his truth. Live by his spirit. Not the realities that we see with our eyes. Because you're going to face some very difficult situations we all have in our life. We can either allow them, the circumstances, to tell us what we're to do. Or we can look to God and we find out of Ephesians chapter 3. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all. We ask or imagine. So there's a point where you think, it's over. I can't go anymore. God, I don't know what's going to happen. Lord, we're going to lose house. God, is our marriage going to crumble? Lord, what's the future hold? God, hang on a second. Don't listen to circumstances. Listen to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine according to his 
power that is at work within us. God is not subject to your circumstances. He's the controller of it. And I don't know what you're facing today, but I want you to don't listen. Do not listen to that voice of circumstances. You listen to the voice of the Spirit. His power is at work in you. Today, let me encourage you, begin to live by the Spirit. Begin to receive God's grace. Begin to not tell your mountain or tell God how big your mountain is. Begin to tell your mountain how big your God is. Don't let circumstances derail you. God has a plan for you. You're going to walk by the Spirit, and you're going to see it in your life. Listen to me. You're going to see God work in your life because you're going to walk by the Spirit. The last voice that tries to lead us is fear. This is, this is a real voice right now, and it's loud, and it's noisy, and it's frustrating, and it's rampant on the earth right now. And I just, I, I, I want to share with you some things about fear. I know I've shared this before, but I, I struggled with the spirit of fear up to about the age of 15. Fear told me what to do, told me what not to do, told me what to feel, told me. I, I, I was always, there was something always trying to get me, and it controlled me. Fear always tells you no. Now listen to me. It says, no, your kids can't play outside because they'll get hurt. No, you can't do something because the worst will happen. No, God is not big enough to take care of my life. No, you can't give because you don't have enough. You can't give finance because you don't have enough. No, people or leaders in your life can't be trusted, so I must control. Fear tells us every pain in our body is cancer. The next tragedy is just around the corner. That's fear. That's the voice of fear. That's not walking by the Spirit. Fear is from the enemy. Now listen. Listen to this. The enemy is anti-life. Fear is anti-life. And that's his plan for you. Fear paralyzes us while robbing us. Actually, fear paralyzes us today while robbing us from our future tomorrow. And it not only robs you, now listen, it robs your children. And we, as parents, if you're a parent, you can pass the voice of fear onto your children. Or maybe you have just inherited that spirit of fear from your family because that's the voice that they listen to. Living by fear, though, now listen, it's addictive because it gives you a false sense of power and control. And those addicted to it justify it by calling it caution and reason. Now, I'm not talking about throwing wisdom out the the window. That's not what I'm saying. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm talking about viewing life through faith and the goodness of God who has thousands of promises for you in your life in the Word of God. Live by faith, not fear. The greatest gift, parents, please hear me today, you can give your children is teach them how to view and live life through faith. Now, this is what you can do to break the addiction of fear. Is you act on God's truth, on his word, even when you feel fearful. You walk by faith. Walking by faith is not about your feelings. Walking by faith is about anchoring yourself and believing in the goodness of God. 
than the protection of God and the care of God. It's about living in freedom because God holds you in the palm of his hand. This is real. Fear is real, and God wants you to know to not be led by fear, but by the Spirit of God. I want you to look at this passage out of Psalm 27. I want you to receive this today. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Listen, listen. Whom shall I be afraid of? When the wicked advanced against me to devour me, and, and, and they will. It is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besieges me, my heart will not fear. The war break out against me, even then I will be confident. Living by faith is a steadfastness. And there are some people who live by fear. And some people who live by faith. And those who live by faith keep in step with the Spirit. The Lord wants to deliver you today from fear. You need to know this out of 2 Timothy, very clear. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. We are living in a hotbed of fear, but I'll tell you this, that's not the Spirit of God. And God wants you to walk in that Spirit. He wants to calm your your mind, your heart. And He wants to deliver you today. I just want to share with you two quick things. So how do we then walk in step with the Spirit? Number one, just ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. Just ask Him. Simply, humbly submitting yourself to him, acknowledging, Lord, I, I, maybe I do fear. God, I've been, I've been actually listening to the voice of culture, listening to the voice of ungodly friends. Man, I, I've been even, I've been curious about some of the, the other spiritual worlds out there because things are so uncertain. I, I'm, I'm just trying to find out. And all of a sudden you realize you've been listening to the wrong voices. So much of what we need as a, as a believer is on the other side of you asking your good father who loves you. That's why David wrote this in Psalm 27. Teach me how to live, Lord. Lead me along the right path. You just ask him. Just ask him. There are a lot of different ways that God can lead us. And the primary way that the Holy Spirit guides us is reminding us of the word that we read. What we've read in the book. What we've read in the Bible. At the right moment, to the right time, the Holy Spirit speaks to us, reminds us of a principle in Scripture, reminds us of what we read in the middle of conflict, facing a decision, facing fear, facing the future. God can bring His Word to our minds, and now we are led by the Spirit. The Holy Spirit reminds us that's His job to help you remember, to lead you in all truth, to give you wisdom, to give you words, to help, help you prophetically look at situations and be guided. And you have the mind of Christ. You see things differently than other people. Just ask God for what's already been made available for you. The Spirit is in you to guide you. Just ask. And when you ask the number two, just listen for his voice. The Lord wants to speak to you. I think many times we ask God and then we move too quickly. We don't wait. We, we aren't quiet we don't listen. We don't, we, we, we don't pause. We say, God, I need to know this. And then we get on our iPhone, start looking at stuff. We start watching TV. Listen, we need to keep listening, keep praying, keep seeking. Expect the clarifying answer in God's timing. If you want to hear his voice, then you just, just take, take seriously that, that, that private time with him. Listen to him. Sit quietly. God, is there anything you want to say to me? 
Lord, I'm open to you. God, I'm facing decisions. I'm facing things. God, I just need your, your leading. And here's the promise if you do that. Jeremiah 29, 13 says this, you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with your heart. God wants to speak to you, my friends. He wants to speak to you. You need to know something. You were created to hear God's voice. You were created to hear his voice. The Spirit's voice and the Spirit's leading is not for just special spiritual people, pastors. No, it's for every believer. You were created to hear his voice. Open your heart to hear him today. Open your heart to hear him consoling you, giving you peace, giving you comfort, giving you instruction and counsel about the future. Listen to his voice. Just like there's radio waves all over the place, but in order to hear the radio waves, you have to be a radio. You were, you were made to hear his voice. And God's speaking all the time. We can hear his voice. You can hear his voice in this season and in this time. You know, there are, there are other people, leaders. There are other people who you can open your heart to receive them. There are godly friends. God, God speaks through all of those things. And just, just so you know, as you listen to what God is saying through other people in your life and the word of God, all of it has to come in line with the word of God. God has so much for you. It's available to you to live out. He wants to speak to you directly. He wants to guide you by his spirit. Now listen, I know you may be some facing some things today. You think, Jason, I'm stuck. Maybe you're, maybe you're stuck in fear. Maybe, maybe you are influenced so much by culture. Maybe you just feel like you're up against a wall emotionally and, or financially or relationally and mentally and spiritually. You say, yeah, I, I can hear God's voice, but I... I I, I can't do it. I just feel exhausted. Listen, you didn't know something. God is there for you. God wants to speak to you today. The great example of this is in the Old Testament. The children of Israel were left Egypt. They've been free from slavery for 400 years. And they were running and they came to the Red Sea and there was mountains on each side of them and an ocean in front of them. And the Egyptian army was hot in pursuit and they're stuck and they're, they're at a dead end. That, that's maybe where you feel today. I know a lot of people are struggling. And they start to doubt. The children of Israel started to doubt. Are you doubting today? They start, you start to think, God, do you care? Lord, we're here at the Red Sea, and do you even care? Why'd you bring us out here? Why'd you lead us down this pathway to abandon us? Now we're going to die, and they're on our heels, and it can feel that way. God, do you see me? Do you see us? They thought we're going to get killed. And then... It looked impossible. It looked like God had made a mistake. It looked like God had abandoned the church. It looked like God had forgotten about us gathering and worshiping together. It just looks like God, God, oh no, God. And then God opened up the Red Sea and they walked across on dry ground. That's what you need to know about your God. And then later, listen to this, later David writes about this event. And I want you to receive this today as we close. Your road led through the sea. Your pathway through the mighty waters. Now look, a pathway no one knew was actually there. God has a pathway for you. He has a pathway that you can't see. 
that you think it's over. You think, oh my gosh, I don't know how we're going to do this. You think, I don't know how we're going to get through this. You think, oh, is this virus and government and shutdowns and God, what? so how do we get here? Don't worry. Because God has a pathway that no one actually knows is there yet. But we're going to see it in a, in a blink of an eye. God's going to meet you. He's going to minister to you. God opened the Red Sea, and they were able to walk across. Listen, as believers, God's going to do something. He's going to come through for your life. He's going to meet you. But God wants us as believers to walk in step with the the Spirit. Reject every other voice that's trying to lie to you, that's trying to, to, to get its agenda on your life. Reject it today in Jesus' name, and you walk by the Spirit of God. That promises that he won't allow your foot to slip. That promises that he'll lead you because he has a pathway for you that he already knows is there. He promises that he will never leave you or forsake you. He promises in your moment of trouble he's going to be faithful because he is a good God. It is time for us to begin to walk by the Spirit again, fresh and anew. Listen to his voice. Reject the voice of the enemy and walk by his word and walk in anointing. As you listen to his spirit today. And I know that some of you today, these situations are feeling overwhelming. And I understand. You need to know something that God has you. And as we take this time and leverage this time to become what God has called us to be. He wants to do something fresh and new in your life. And I want to pray for you today. I'm going to pray that we would remember that there is a pathway. When you don't see it, God already sees it. He already knows the other side of your situation. He already knows the other side of of this situation. He already knows the other side of the economy. He already knows the other side of your needs. He already knows that he has a pathway that will lead you through your Red Sea. And that's what we can be confident about. Since we are born of the Spirit. Let us keep in step with His Spirit. Let me pray for you today. Father, I want to thank you for every person who's joining us. Lord, I know this message was clear. That you, I I felt my heart, you wanted to share it today. That God, there are so many voices that are trying to distract us right now. Lord, today, we make our, our conscious choice that we're going to open our ears to your spirit. Lord, I pray for every person today that's been deafened or distracted by other voices right now, Lord, that you would remove any deafened, um, anything off of, their, off of their ears, off of their minds that has confused them or has allowed them to be led by other voices, today in the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I pray that you would release those voices off of their minds in Jesus' name. Lord, today we re-up our commitment to be men and women of the Spirit, to walk by it, to live by it, to be people of the light, to be people that are different. And so today, Lord, I pray that you would encourage every person watching, you would remind them that you see them, you love them, and that you have them that they will get through this because you're a good father and you're leading them and you're guiding them. In Jesus' name.
Amen. Well, wherever you are today, if you're with your family, if you could just take the hand of the people around you, whether you're family or not, and I want to pray and bless you today. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray for every person who's watching this. Lord, I step into what you've called me to do, is to pastor and shepherd. And God, I pray your blessing over each person that's watching this. I pray for the that the Holy Spirit would impact them, would speak to them, would go deep in their bones and their souls, that you would begin to minister to them. You begin to heal their hearts. You begin to heal their minds. You begin to show them that you are the God of hope, that you are a God that, that extinguishes all fear. And in the name of Jesus, God, I ask you that you would bless every person right now in Jesus' name as they receive the anointing blessing from you, God that they would feel your presence, that you would reveal to them right now that you have great plans and you're leading, you're guiding them. So God, cover them today, protect them today. In Jesus' name, amen. Also, if you're joining us and you've never given your life to Jesus, this is your moment. Right now is your moment. And the Bible says that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus died and rose again, and you give him your life, that you will be saved. And if you want to do that today, if you want your future secure in eternity and you want your present free from shame and guilt and you want a new start, I want you to pray this prayer with me and just say it out loud. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose from the dead and I put my trust in you today. Forgive me and cleanse me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, let me ask you, it's very important, text the number on the screen, text SAVED to the number on the screen, and we will get you information on how you continue this journey. Well, church family, I want you to know I love you. I'm so grateful for you. And we continue to make plans for us to be back together. We continue to, to make a strategy for us to come back together, and you'll be hearing more about that in the coming several weeks. But listen, I want you to know I love you. I care for you. I pray for you. You're my people. You're my family, and I love you. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the message. If you'd like to watch a service live online, you can join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at live.faith.church. For everything else, visit faith.church. That's faith.church.